Your Money Replay from Money FM 89.3. Money and Me on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. The Praxis Company is a Singapore headquartered financial literacy gameplay firm. They are seeking to change the landscape of financial literacy in Southeast Asia. Did you know that here in Singapore, one in three working adults does not invest or find ways to grow their money? This according to an online OCBC survey that happened just in May. And women especially regard investing as a form of gambling. So many Singaporeans are comfortable with the Conservative methods of saving or budgeting. Not so much comfort when it comes to making their money work for them in the stock market. So how is Praxis going to change that and what are gameplays all about? Praxis works with top banks and financial services firms, even schools in Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, Philippines, Vietnam, to teach people how to master their money through gameplays. And I'm sitting across the man who designs bespoke gameplay solutions Heymat Doshi is CEO for Singapore and Malaysia for the Praxis Company. He is a gameplay development expert with over two decades worth of experience in finance and education. Exactly the sort of expert we love speaking to here on Money and Me. Welcome, Heymat. Good morning, Michelle. Good Thanks morning. For me. Tell us, what do you make of the landscape of financial literacy across Southeast Asia? We know it's a diverse um, region. Yes, it is. Um, I think in South Asia, we are at the cusp of being a global leader as far as uh, economics are concerned. And uh, as we grow the population and grow our incomes, uh, naturally, there'll be some money issues that we need to contend with on a regular basis. As far as financial literacy is concerned, it comes along with this uh, beautiful growth. Right. So there's room to grow. There's room to grow and there's room to make mistakes. And uh, that's where we need to be a lot more aware about what it means to manage our money better. Yeah. Were you surprised to hear that only one in three Singaporeans invest? Not really. Well, Singaporeans are by and large are savers. Uh, but we are also a consumer nation, right? We love to consume conspicuously in conspicuous products on a daily basis. So while we can have a nice habit of uh, saving and spending for what we require, we get a bit complacent. And with that complacency, we do not know what else to do with our money, let alone know that you can actually let it grow. And many of us choose not to take that path, mainly because you do not know how to do it. Yes, yes. And it can seem very daunting. Uh, the, you know, the language is particular to uh, the whole, the whole area of investing can seem very daunting to someone who's never learned financial jargon, for example. That's very true, uh, Michelle. However, um, there are many tools out there. Mm. There are many free resources out there. There are plenty of talks. There's a station like yours that actually helps somebody understand a lot better. But what's missing is action. Yes. Many Singaporeans just don't want to take the next step, which is the action. That actionable item is the most important. And that fear happens because they do not know what's out there. So in the Praxis Company, that's what we do best. Uh, we create games around personal finance so you can experience that actionable item that you can do in a risk-free environment. And even if you lose your pants in the game, you're pretty okay because it's just a game. 
<laughs> I love that because uh, you can have all the knowledge in the world and be reading up, um, but it takes a certain courage, I think, to step out and act. And like you say, even in this role-playing situation, it perhaps gives you that confidence to move on. So uh, are there any real-life or hypothetical scenarios that you've come across of people you know, with the sort of levels of financial literacy that are worrying? Well, uh, we have seen people, right? They will want to do something. They come for a training session. They say, let's learn a, a lot more about what it means to invest. And they actually go in looking for stock tips. Yes. And when they leave the session, they're like, okay, I'm just going to carry on my life how it should be. The real action they need to take next is actually to speak with a financial advisor and see what they need to do and fix their own issues. So the real life examples are out there. Just throw a dart amongst your colleagues in your room and you'll find out that none or maybe 10% of them actually know what insurance plans they actually have in the cupboards. Mm. Many people don't even know what they've been buying all these years. If they've been buying at all. Well, I think insurance is quite popular, I think, yeah. um, because, you know, we're a conservative society. We like to hedge and protect our wealth and care for the next generation. But you're right. Yeah. Level of awareness of what really we have. Just yesterday, we had somebody coming on to talk about wills and we had to clarify that you can't will away your CPF monies. You know, there's a whole separate right. uh, procedure for that. That's a very uh, good case in point, Michelle. Uh, while we've got a wonderful CPF website that gives you all the information, we've got lots of collateral out there. And again, it's action. So either we're just too busy or can't be bothered. Either way, that's not an excuse not to take some action. That's uh, true. We are a sophisticated uh, society yeah. as far as Singapore is concerned. And in Southeast Asia, what I've seen doing this business around the region, we are five or ten years ahead mm. around, uh, as compared to our neighbours. Uh, having that in our pockets is a great gift. We should not waste that. So what are game plays? What exactly are game plays that the so, Praxis Company trades in? Thank you for that. Uh, the Praxis Company has developed a board game. It's called the Praxis Game itself. Mm. It simulates life. Uh, it allows the player to basically start his or her life, starting off in a basic job and make investment decisions like savings, uh, plan for their retirement, invest some of the money, do some protection planning in terms of uh, insurance. Then at the end of the game, the player will retire. So what the player gets a sense is a flash of what the life might be. Uh, we inject various scenarios into the gameplay through various economic cycles. Like right now, the hot topic is US-China trade war. Mm. So that comes in in the gameplay. It can affect the country at a macro level, but it will eventually trickle down to you at a micro level. And that's what we simulate in the game. And we let the players see how that may affect you. The big question is, are you prepared for it? I love a game that walks you through the future you because most of us are very comfortable with present us and we don't think that far ahead. But I want to ask, how does a board game incorporate sort of uh, real-time changes in the markets, <laughs> what's happening now with yeah. the inversion curves and you know bond yields and all that? How do you do that with a board game? Because yeah. with Monopoly, it was you know fairly straightforward. Buy property, make money with your rentals <laughs> and then don't go to jail. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So that's where the innovation has come in. Uh, we have created a very powerful solution just using a board game, but we also have incorporated various scenarios into it. There is a methodology that we have uh, refined over the years, and uh, that has been proven to be very well uh, received by the market. We've seen high levels of efficacy pre- and post-gameplay. The players get it. They understand what it means, but bear in mind, this is not Econs 101. This is not Finance 101. That's not our job. 
Econs 101 and Finance 101 is taken care of by the universities and schools. Mm. They do that very well. Mm. What we do is we raise the level of awareness. Level of awareness that you need to take some action. And the only way you will take action is if you are afflicted. And you will be afflicted in the gameplay because that's how we design it to be. To put you into some trouble, give you some pain and then let you see what the consequences are of not making the right decisions. Okay, so help me understand. These are bespoke gameplays that you design for the different audiences. groups? So if I can compartmentalize, there yeah. are three groups, right? We work with the younger audience, the schools. So that's more intervention, right? Just to give the kids a good understanding of what it means to manage their money. Then we've got the other segment, uh, which is the uh, young and working adult segment where we focus more on employee wellness programs and bring financial wellness to the corporations. When we do that, we basically help you to fish. In other words, imagine coming to a program with us with a gameplay that's designed around the importance of retirement planning. And during that session, what we do with you, Michelle, is we teach you how to work out your own retirement plan so that if and when you do meet your financial advisor, you are a bit better off. You know what to ask. The third area that we work with are with financial services firms. When we work with them, they have got products they want to introduce to the clients. Now, if I can give an example, most critical illness products are similar. They protect you for critical illnesses. However, if your firm has a product that can cover you for, say, 20 heart attacks. I'm just exaggerating, right? Mm. 20 heart attacks. We bring these USPs into the gameplay. And when you, Michelle, play this game where we customize the gameplay to suit that particular product, you will get a feel of what it means to be covered for 20 heart attacks. And you'll go, aha, there's such a product out there. And that's how we work with financial services firms in that regard. Moving it from the hypothetical to actual real products. That is right. So that's mm. how we infuse real world products into the gameplay so that you can test drive it before even using it. Heyman Doshi is CEO for Singapore and Malaysia for the Praxis Company. They're looking to change the landscape of financial literacy across Southeast Asia. You're based here in Singapore, but uh, you work across the region. That's right. So we are headquartered in Singapore. I take care of both Singapore and Malaysia, so I traverse both countries. Mm. However, we are present in uh, Thailand, in the uh, Philippines and growing some presence in Vietnam. Is it mainly schools you work with in these other countries, or are you seeing more companies step up investing in financial literacy for their employees? We started off working with schools in Singapore. That's been our initial mantra, right, to do intervention. We have seen a growing need for financial wellness amongst corporates. What corporates have told us, and what we've seen uh, as far as evidence is concerned, is mm. productivity is affected if a person's financial well-being is not taken care of. Another issue is around absenteeism. They see more people being absent because of financial worries. So when we work with corporates, we bring financial wellness to the corporates, help them and help them make actionable items. And that's where we do it very well because we don't go in there for a lecture session. We play games. And it's through the games that you will experience something. That I want you to play a game see. right now. Exactly. I'm excited. I want to play a game. <laughs> in 2018, I understand, um, just a year ago, you obtained $3 million Praxis did in funding from Triple P Capital, an expert investor in Southeast Asian non-bank financial services. Uh, congratulations on that. Thank you very much. And how will you be sort of scaling? A few areas will be used, where the money will be used and has been used. Uh, one is in R&D. The board game will remain as a board game. Uh, we don't plan to do it very digital at this point of time because we see the levels of interaction 
a lot higher than at a digital space. We've also seen the efficacy and the impact of using a board game solution. However, we are investing in R&D to create a digital support around the Praxis game. And we are creating various versions of Praxis with that money. The other area that we're investing heavily on is in people, getting good people into the organization, people who understand the importance of financial literacy mm. and have the same passion as we do and share the same passion as we do to bring this message across. And of course, the third area that we're spending the money on is around PR and marketing. So that's where we can bring the brand out. Sound spending there. Um, is there evidence to show that people actually learn quicker with gameplay solutions, especially with these board games? Well, um, it's a question we both know the answer to. I was just having a chat with my colleagues earlier, right? Today's landscape has changed so much where with the mobile phones. Our attention span has become shorter and shorter. So the more this person speaks, the less I want to listen. That's that inverse relationship that's being created on a regular basis. So through gamification and gameplays, what we do very well is you get your hands dirty. You are actually actively engaged. And that retention of knowledge is a lot higher through a gameplay uh, solution than if it was a case of I talk, you listen. Right, right, right. So right. what we have seen, Michelle, is an uptick of 50 to 80% uptick in terms of learning abilities after the gameplay. We've seen players understand the subject matter a lot better. Again, it's about putting into action, making choices, understanding the consequences of your choices, and then there's a social element as well. Of course, in a g- group setting of uh, 30 to 40 players in a room, mm. it's loud, it's noisy, it's visible. You'll feel lots of empathy. You'll feel frustrated. You'll laugh, you'll cry. But that emotions that come out is something that will stick. Because when you go for your coffee session after that, you will be talking about, why didn't I do my retirement plan during the game play? Oh, wow. And at least you realize it before you're retiring, hopefully. Of course. Mm. Today's uh, misnomer is, I plan for retirement, retirement when I'm 45 or 50. But the reality is you should plan for retirement the day you earn your income. And that's the key message we bring across to employees when we do engagement programs with them. Oh gosh, I'm behind. I am so behind, but I am not alone. A lot yeah. of Singaporeans are as well. Be behind, it's alright, but just don't wait. Do something after this. Yeah, yeah, yes. A former guest here on Money and Me said there's a Chinese saying that the best time to start investing was uh, two years ago. Um, yeah. The second best time yeah. is now. So. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sounds very familiar. Very, very familiar. In yes. your work with students, do you find that it's difficult getting the young to take finance, to get to the concepts of financial literacy? And how do you get around that? Yeah. Well, with the young, younger audience, I find it a lot easier because they have no preconceived notions of what money is. Parents don't really talk about it. Schools don't really dwell too much into it. They are playing a game. So we kind of uh, lower their guard. And when they play a game, they're all very competitive. In practice, there's always a winner. The winner is the player who amasses the most amount of cash at the end. So that's the carrot that drives the kids who want to play practice. Along the way, they'll pick things up. The jargon becomes real to them. And then we bring the real-world concepts into the gameplay with the participants. Do you have any scenario-based examples you can share? Well, with students, we run uh, various type of programs. It could be a workshop. It could be a competition. We bring in uh, real-world scenarios to the students. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, we make sure that the students enjoy the sessions. That's fun. That sounds like fun. Any scenarios of how you know, an individual's really been able to broaden their sense of financial awareness? What we do, Michelle, uh, with our programs is uh, we have a 
a pre and post uh, survey. Oh, right. So it's basically an indication of how much they have picked up post a one and a half gameplay, one and a half hour gameplay session. Uh, you'll be quite surprised to see that they get a eighty to ninety percent uptick in their knowledge of what an economic cycle is, what recession is, how it impacts jobs, how it impacts the stock market. But it doesn't make them experts. It's just a catalyst. Our job here is to make this subject a bit more interesting. It's a very dry and mundane, boring subject. But you Not deal really. With, it's about life. It's about know, life, right? It's, right. Yeah, exactly. And money is very mm. integral to our being and well-being and our sustenance in in society. So it is part of their lives, and they'll realize that there's more to it than just saving or Spending. buying the next mobile phone. Yeah, that's great. That's great. It's very much our mission as well. That there's more to life than saving and spending. Would Praxis ever consider retailing some of the games? Well, I won't say no. It is a different business altogether. Uh, however, at this stage, we are very focused on a B two B proposition. So when we work with the other organisations, they reach out to the consumers. So indirectly, we are reaching out to the retail market. I guess uh, as part of the uh, business evolution or the company's evolution, it will be a retail uh, solution somewhere down the line. But at this stage, uh, there are no real plans yet. Well, thank you so much for coming by and sharing what the Praxis company does. And we wish you all the best. Thanks very much, Michelle. You have a great day ahead. Thank you. Heman Doshi, CEO, Singapore and Malaysia of the Praxis company. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.